Hello everyone and welcome to She Said What? So this week I sat down with a friend Toya who is a CEO of her own company, Legendary Candles and Body Care. And we decided that we wanted to talk about sex, but not just sex in itself. We wanted to talk about sexuality and throuples and threesomes and also polyamorous lifestyle and give our opinions and also talk about our experiences with these things as well. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and without further ado, let's get into it. And that's what there you go was about. I, myself, I, know I don't shine, I glow. And it's seeping out of my pores that I'm a survivor, to a strong work. woman, and not one to be tested. Don't be afraid to glow. As a matter of fact, the more it scares you, the more you should do it. Hey, India. I am so happy to have you on my podcast, girl. You have no idea. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> so <laughs> what I'm doing right now is I'm sitting back and I'm drinking Prosecco. This is one of my favorite things, it, although it makes you burp. I'm not going to be burping on here, but this is one of my favorite drinks, and I'm burning one of your candles. Oh, exciting. I love Prosecco. Yeah, oh, right? So mm-hmm. the, the vibe in here is just like it's dark, and I have my Prosecco, and I'm burning a candle, and it's the mango and coconut milk one. I love that candle. It's so refreshing. It makes you feel like you're like on an island exactly but it's not see sometimes the candles can be too much there's like candles that are made with like too much fruit but this one is like sexy to me yeah this one whether you're by yes it's subtle so it's like you can I mean whether or not you you know you're being with yourself or you're being with your partner or whatever like these are the I I would recommend mango and coconut milk everybody to definitely burn it I mean it's it's not so good (laughs) definitely I'm so happy that you enjoy the candles and you're a satisfied customer yeah I am so exactly right so we'll get into how long we know each other which they're gonna probably be like what (laughs) but um (laughs) so toya owns she's a ceo and the creator of legendary candles and body care and this is where i ordered um multiple candles from and stuff like that toya why don't you what what's one of your favorite scents from your from your candle company do you have any yeah, actually, I do. There's so many scents that I really enjoy. Um, mainly, I'm really into the uh, cocoa cashmere right now and the cotton iris. Um, just like you know, they're win- they're wintry scents that were part of my holiday collection. But they're literally things that you can burn all the time, and it doesn't bother like a man or a woman. It's a very unisex candle. Uh, those scents are so. Cocoa butter cashmere, cotton and iris. Um, definitely check them out on the website. Okay. And what's the full website for everybody who wants to go and purchase some candles? It's legendary candles and body care.com. Okay. All right. Good. Now, um, one of the things is you, I, I, I just love that it can be, it's like kind of like unisex and stuff like that. And what we're going to be talking about is pretty much about sex and kind of like relationships a little bit but I think for me lighting a candle is something that you can do to take care of self-care or something that you can do when you are about to be intimate with your partner Um, yeah yeah um aromatherapy you know that's what candles really are it's all about you know, setting the mood. So whether you're cleaning house, you know, and when your house is fully clean, you light a candle, whether you're getting it on with your mate, Mm -hmm. um, you know, or just, you know, sometimes I'm sitting back reading a book by myself and I'll light a candle. It just sets the mood, you know, and all of my scents are clean and plant-based. So there's no headaches or allergies, you know, or any type of like, oh, this candle gave me a headache. Cause I hear that a lot 
um, you know, from like big box stores that sell candles that use like paraffin. You said that you use like paraffin and then you went, what'd you say? Um, I said that candles that are clean or plant-based, you know, um, clean scents, meaning like they're chemical free, mm-hmm. those scents will tend to not give you headaches or allergies or people get uh, sinus issues. But a lot of the big box stores, they sell, you know, paraffin candles, candles that um, have a lot of chemicals in them. And yeah, they, they're pretty and they smell great, but they give you headaches and migraines and they give you allergic reactions and things like that. That's absolutely true. You know, from those big box stores and those certain names we won't say, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a candle user. Like I will spend three, 400, like it's, it's been insane throughout my life <laughs> and because I love candles, but I've seen that when I burn them, whether it be in the living room, bedroom or whatever room, they, there's like a black soot that forms on my walls and I'm like wait a minute if this is coming on my walls imagine what's coming in my lungs but with your candles like I've been burning them nonstop. like I have them on my coffee table I have them in the bedroom I have them up by the tv I have them in my office space where I'm talking to you right now no soot it's a clean smell like I'm not wiping my nose and black shit is coming out of my nose like just to be honest um that has happened with other candles so y'all go ahead and check her out um give them your instagram let them know how they can find you on instagram yeah on instagram i'm legendary underscore candles um and also legendary underscore body care um you can find us and you'll see all of our newest scents and we're always releasing new things um Right now, we're having a 30% off sale, just a customer appreciation. So check it out. Yes, because your birthday's coming up. It's a birthday yes. sale. Yes. yes, it's a birthday sale. I'm so excited. You know, I've had the business for one year. So um, you're my partner. So it's just been, it's been phenomenal, you know, and it's, it's nothing like owning your own business, you know, as you know, as well. Yeah, it is. It's it's a, it's a lot of work, but it's so rewarding. And I'm so proud of you. So for those of you, obviously, you don't know, I've known Toya for 21 years. <laughs> oh, my God. Did <laughs> you say? I said, don't tell our age. I'm just no, no, no. I don't. I don't have to tell my age anyway. Yeah. Um, like Mariah Carey, I have uh, anniversaries. You can tell yours if you want, but I don't tell mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like with my age, so much wisdom has come. So um, I'll be 41, and I'm so excited about it. You yeah. know, every year and is a gift from God. You know, it really is every day every hour the way I see it these days specifically Mm -hmm. I've spoken to you know in in other podcast episodes about mental health and stuff like that so sometimes you have to take it minute by minute hour by hour and day by day and day by day exactly to go any further than that is almost like setting yourself up for failure yeah yeah how can you say what your week is going to be like or the month you have no idea like you know, you never know what's coming at you. Mm-hmm. Good or bad. That's exactly. True. And we're looking for all good things. All good things. That's a fact. We are claiming it right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I want to start with a little bit of icebreaker, a little icebreaker okay. before we get into the actual podcast topic. And the icebreaker is if you had three wishes, what would they be? I would wish um, for all of my myself, my family and friends to be in good health, good mental and physical health. Um, that would be my first wish. My second wish uh, would be to have great food every day that I don't have to cook. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, you know, for all meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I guess like a private chef. Um, Mm -hmm. My third wish would just be to um, 
be wealthy, you know, so that way I can utilize my time as I see fit, you know, Um, because it's not about the money. It's about the freedom that comes with the money, you know? Yes. I love how you said wealthy and not rich. Yes. To be wealthy. Let me tell you, this is why I love this girl. Because first of all, y'all, she is not an average. She is not average. Okay. I don't, I don't like average women. I really don't. And (laughs) if I was having this conversation with other people, they'd be like, I don't want to be rich. And it's just like, there's a big difference between wealthy and rich. Wealth passed down, it it passes down through generations, while rich is kind of like, this is right now. Okay, I want to take a buy or some bullshit like that. It's the trend. I love Mm -hmm. that. Absolutely. So just wanting to be able to have wealth, you know, I don't want my children to ever, you know, struggle or suffer or even go through anything that I've experienced, you know? Yeah. Um, So you have to, you know, leave a legacy. Exactly. The legacy of it all. That's, that's Mm -hmm. beautiful. Because a lot of our parents, they didn't think about that and people They really weren't educated to even know about credit or money or, you know, being able to pass that on from generation to generation. So that way it's easier. Like, you know, a lot of us are raised in the struggle and we're just taught to struggle, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's like, if you don't grow from that, you're always going to be in a constant struggle and operating from a place of fear. Facts. 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 <laughs> this is so fucking true. Yes. I talked about that in another episode too. That it's just my goodness, a generational. I'm not gonna say curse because this, it, it, you know, there's there's the spiritual and there's the natural, but there definitely is a generational belief, uh, so to speak, <clears throat> in that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. I'm so glad that you are surpassing expectations I mean over these 21 years I have seen you and I know you've seen me as well right oh and we have we have made mistakes in relationships and we have done this and and there was a long period of time where we didn't speak and then Mm -hmm. I feel like over this last year we actually became closer you know yeah I think we all had you know we all have to grow into ourselves and you know, I was at a point where I was doing a lot of soul searching back then. And I just wasn't focused on where my mind needed to be. And I was operating from a place of fear for so Mm -hmm. many years, because that's how I grew up. You know, like, if you grew grow up believing that, you know, what you're told and what you're you learn from your parents, the people around you, you know, that's what it is until I actually started to open my eyes and see the world differently you know, that comes with making a whole lot of mistakes. Yeah. Was I able to grow from that and learn? Yeah. And you definitely have, I have seen you evolve through. Yeah. So many wonderful blessings have come my way. I've seen you evolve for sure. So now down to the nitty gritty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So earlier today, um, Toy and I, we took a Kinsey scale. So for those of you who don't know about the Kinsey scale, I like it because first of all, I'm a psych undergrad and I'm about to be a therapist in about a year. And then I have to take my certification. I just like all things psychology. And while this is not something that is complete law or anything like that, it kind of gives you an um, insight into what your sexuality is. Now, sexuality is fluid in that, you know, it's not just straight, gay, and bisexual, the way they had us make, had us thinking in like the 90s and stuff. It's not at all. Like, there's some people who are gay, but lean more toward opposite sex. There are some people who are straight, but actually lean toward same sex. And there are people who are bi that do both. So I sent Toya, the Kinsey scale that was created by Dr. Alfred Kinsey and a couple of other doctors that I don't feel like saying their names right now. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it gives an, ac- an accurate description of your sexuality. And it's only seven questions. Like it's, you can take it in less than five minutes. So 
it's from zero to six with three being completely bisexual and then two being more toward heterosexual and then four being more toward same sex or gay, whatever you want to call it, lesbian. So my score, which is actually no surprise, (laughs) is a four, which is one step past being bisexual. And it's just because I have slept with men before. I think that was the only thing that kind of set it off. Otherwise, I would have actually been a six. Um, Toya, when you took it, what were your results? I was a three. So I was right there at being bisexual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right down the line. So you're, it, it showed as being bisexual. So in your lifetime, like, are you, I know that you're in a relationship right now, but are you, was it accurate enough based on your experience? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have had relationships with women and men, um, you know, and I've had relationships with, you know, before in a relationship, you know, like a throuple in a sense, if you could say, um, like with a woman and a man, you know, in a committed relationship. So, and then I've also had, you know, um, you know, threesomes. So I think, all those different things definitely, you know, have me where I am right now. I'm in a very loving, you know, um, committed relationship with a man. Um, but I am still bisexual. So there is the opportunity there maybe in the future to, you know, explore things with someone of the same sex with my mate. Now, let me ask you this because you are a bisexual woman, And I know you to be, and you identify as one. Um, with being in a heterosexual relationship right now, do you ever miss women? Um, no, I feel fulfilled in my relationships. But yeah, I mean, I do miss, like, it's different when you're with a man versus a woman. You know, um, women are very more emotional than men. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, the sex is different. You know, I love uh, the sex that I have with the man, you know, or the man I'm with. Um, but I also, that dick, y'all. Like, exactly. yeah, <laughs> that's probably why I'm bisexual versus, you know, like a full lesbian, because at the end of the day, I still like the dick, but I also like, you know, the soft touch of a woman, you know, the femininity, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I personally don't like dick. <laughs> even when I was younger and I was dating like all these wealthy guys or whatever and you know I was having sex with them and stuff it just it was just something to do both about before STD it was something to do and I didn't get a whole lot of pressure pleasure out of it when I as soon like I mean probably about at about 10 I knew that I thought I was going to be gay and then I turned out to be bi and then almost lesbian now, according to the scale. I don't know, but it's just like, for me, I like women more than I like men. For me to sleep with a man, honestly, what I see them as is money. That's all I see them as I, mm-hmm. and, and things that they can do for me. I don't see them as anything um, emotional or anything like that. With a woman, I see a woman as, as, as what I crave, as something that is emotional, mm-hmm. as something that I find attractive from their body to their voice to things like that. A man is just kind of like, in, to, in, from my perspective, is just something to put in a category of, okay, he can fix things around the house, which I can do too, but I mean, what else can you offer me? I, I don't crave mm-hmm. the <laughs> So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's different for everyone. Like, you know, um, some women um, don't necessarily, they might've started messing with men, but they might have not felt that connection emotionally, you know what I'm saying? Or they just had more of a desire with the woman. So mm-hmm. I just think for different people, it's different reasons. Like for me, I'm also, you know, have relationships with men, but I do 
enjoy women and I've had relationships, um, but I have a preference to men, you know, if it ultimately, um, but I also enjoy women, like in the sexual aspect, spending quality time, you know, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So those are our preferences, y'all. And whatever your preference is, it is your preference. There's no need to be ashamed about it. And that's mm-hmm. why I wanted to talk about the Kinsey scale is because it it goes from zero to six. And it's like, sexuality is fluid. So it's yeah. like, even though Toya got a three, you know, where it, 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 it explains completely bisexual and I got a four, mm-hmm. they were... <laughs> There were two, there were two other levels to go. And I was surprised. I was like, what? Just because it said I had sex with men before, but this is not law. This is just something to give you kind of like a perspective. And um, that's just something that I like. Um, So what we want to talk about is we want to talk about polyamory and we want to talk about throuples and we'll talk about threesomes. Yes. Yeah. I'm a conversation. Bring it on. So with polyamory, I I did some research on this because I don't know a lot about it. And I wanted to make sure that I knew what it was. It is more extensive than I could ever imagine, girl. So it's it's sort of like with polyamory, I guess is to say it's another word for an open relationship. Um, You can be attracted to people of multiple genders. Mm-hmm. And it's ethical, ethical non-monogamy. And I think the reason they choose ethical non-monogamy is because you're not cheating. You know, right. it would be unethical and, you know, if you were cheating. And their boundaries, depending right. on the people and what they set up and stuff like that. The rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But um, so... When it comes to polyamorous kind of like situations, relationships, what do you feel about that? Like, is this something that you could actually do? Um, like, let, okay, let's say you're with your partner now, the, the right. partner that you're with now, and you love him so much and he loves you so much that the two of you would go out and have separate boyfriends and girlfriends or girlfriends and boyfriends and then you'll be okay with that how do you feel about polyamory I mean I'm not really interested in doing anything without my partner's involvement you know um or him you know because I feel like I don't have an issue with people have you know having polyamorous relationships um but not necessarily for me um I like to be like, you know, in the mix. I like to be like the superstar of the show. So if, you know, I'm with him and then he's got this girlfriend over here and this girlfriend over there, I mean, and we have a loyal commitment, but I still feel like, you know, when you have like time like that in other relationships, emotions can get involved, you know, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. I, I think I need something a little bit more like that I can regulate and oversee versus you know, and I really don't need like three boyfriends, you know what I'm saying? Or two <laughs> girls. I don't even have the energy for that kind of shit. Like I have shit to do. Oh, STDs. I mean, right. like you don't hear a lot of people talking about X- STDs right now, but I mean, come right. on, those are still in HIV and AIDS mm-hmm. are still yep. and alive and herpes and all that shit. So, mm-hmm. and I think that's why when I was looking up the, the information about it, it said, there are boundaries discussed between the partners. Right. Now, for me, I'm not okay with this. 1,000%. And I can tell you why. It's because I'm territorial. And I'm not okay. ashamed to say it. I'm territorial about my partner. And um, I don't love you so much that you can have pleasure outside of me. I'm sorry. No, because You're I'm not engaged. And I will be able to do all the things. I'm a fucking freak. Are you kidding me? You're like, you're not going to want anything else, number one. You're just right. not, gonna, you're not, you're not going to want that. But um, I can only do this with someone that I don't care about. So right. If I care about you, I'm not going to be able to do this. But if I don't care about you, I'm gonna be like, I don't give a fuck who you fucking. You're right. Because you, you ain't know. interested like that. They're just something to do. 
Mm-hmm. We do yeah. what we do when we do what we do. And I would not care. Mm-hmm. But if I care about you and we're official and you're my partner, then when I have a polyamorous relationship, it's just not happening. So it kind of sounds like we're on the same. Yeah, as far as that goes. I mean, I think like polyamory can work for other reasons, you know, like some of the, like, I can't do the whole, like, I'm on a schedule to fuck, you know, like uh-uh. we can be together on Monday. You're with her at her house on Tuesday. And then I'm also not into like build, I'm not into like creating more children or building a family. Like I'm going to be watching somebody else's a bunch of fucking kids. Like I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I, I don't oh know my God. Big love. <laughs> do you remember the show big love i remember it yes and you know yes. bill, i'm gonna bill. spit my wine out my nose <laughs> i mean my, <laughs> girl bill was like having the three wives and he was having babies and then the oldest yeah. wife watching all them damn kids it just can't be me and i would not i'm not interested in like you know even if we had like an, a girlfriend i'm not interested in him procreating with her because like you already need to have the babies you have we're not making yeah. any more over here you know yeah. what i'm saying but it, um, it, it's so oh god it, but i think it works like in some instances for people um um and just, that's where we kind of go into the fofo where you yeah. talk about where it, it 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 works for some instances for some people because if i don't know if y'all know this but a throuple is usually a relationship with three people now bill and big love there were three women and him and that's because they are mormon or whatever the fuck they right were. and they live separately but so. all next door to each other exactly you know? but he's the superstar like you know, my whole thing is like, you're stretched thin and you can't meet my needs all the time. So, <laughs> you know, if we're going to have, if you're going to have three girlfriends or three wives, I'm going to definitely have a man on the side for all those yeah. nights that you're not there to give me what I need. And then that causes drama. Right. Because so, it's like rules. Like it's, mm-hmm. I feel like polyamory is mainly about pleasing one person's needs for I the good. Of- so yeah because like even when um you know when I look at polyamory like I do know you know some women who you know are a part of toxic situations where you know um not necessarily I would say they're not my friends but I have associates you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. Um, because I don't really try to surround myself with chaos or women who aren't you know established or doing what they need to be doing in life and mentally healthy you know like I don't like the drama so I don't really have friends that just have constant fucking drama all the time uh-huh. um, so like if you have a man and you have multiple children with this man has multiple children and multiple baby mamas and you're still going to deal with this man but you're going to keep the children separated because you hate the other baby mama and no one can like you know, the kids can't, like, they could be going to school together and being related, and they don't even know it because there's so much hatred because you're both sleeping and fucking this man. Oh, no, drama, drama. So I'm like, yeah, polyamory should work because apparently y'all want to share this man who's cheating between (laughs) two or three of you. So why not just let everybody work together? I mean, you could be helping with homework. The other one could be combing your child's hair. Like, (laughs) y'all have thick jobs you know within each other but y'all all can still keep that man yeah but you know what that and I thought that was polyamory but it's not it's mm-hmm. more about your partner's pleasure and what it's sort of like the two of you can play together and the two of you can play separate so your partner can actually have I have been approached multiple times by polyamorous couples mm-hmm. where the woman wanted to have a relationship with me and and I just wasn't for it it's just too much shit but this kind of puts us into what you were saying into the category of being a thruple yeah like a thruple thruples are cool like I have a friend that's in a thruple and she really enjoys it you know um Mm-hmm. I think for me, like a throuple, like a throuple for me is us all liking each other, genuinely wanting to spend time. Hey, you together. say all liking each other. What does a throuple consist of? 
to you? It can consist of um, two women and one man. It can consist of two men and one woman. You know, I think it's just a a party of three people who, you know, whether like it could be like me, a bisexual woman who wants to have a girlfriend and my boyfriend's okay with that, you know, so she kind of joins the relationship she doesn't necessarily have to be directly sleeping with him every time or directly sleeping with me or we're all sleeping together whatever it is you know it's fine like so even if I'm at work and she's sleeping with him it's a throuple I'm not mad at that but the throuple has to be committed within the three of us you know yeah like we're not sleeping with anyone else outside of that um and just like dating going on vacations you know, and if it turns into something more serious where feelings are involved, then, you know, at that point in time, that's something that you have to discuss and see if you can, you know, um, be in like a, a, a throuple for a long period of time, you know, but they don't always last forever or last long because people are territorial. They're jealous, you know, um, they always will look at it like, well, you're the first girl, the first woman, and I would be always number two. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. because somebody always is gonna you know like fall short especially it it can happen sometimes especially when their relationship is you know um, between those two people and they're bringing in the third party I mean their loyalties are really with each other you know unfortunately that's a really good point a really good point there was a there was a trouble relationship that I was following on um hold on one second my stupid airpods are trying to connect okay so there was a thruple um relationship that i was following on tiktok and this was over a year ago and Mm -hmm. it was a man and a woman wife and husband they were married and they invited another woman you know Mm -hmm. they they weren't very you know listed about the type of sex that they had or whatever if it was you know sometimes just the two women or all three or whatever but um this is one of the things that kind of opened my mind to it because I was like you know what I could do this now don't get me wrong I don't necessarily like men like that but like a throuple could meet three men three women two men and woman yep and two women and man mm-hmm or, you know, if you want to get into the other boundaries, you know, about um, trans, whatever. I, I don't even choose to do that right now. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it's just too much. Like, my mouth can't handle it. Um, <laughs> but for me, I could, honestly, for me, the perfect throuple relationship for me would be probably me and another woman and then a man. And then the three of us are raising the children. We're running a household. We have jobs and stuff like that. Yeah. Where society gets this wrong is that they think that it's all about sex and it's not. No, it's about like an empire, like helping each other, building one another up, like, you know, building wealth. Yes. <laughs> but at the same time, we're having good ass sex if I'm included, because right. let me tell you, like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to. First of all, I'm a very sexual person, number one. And, you know, we can do all of that. But when the kids are asleep and the kitchen's clean and the candles are lit, you know, kitchen's closed, you know, we're going to get it the fuck on. Very rarely, even in my one-on-one relationships, have I been in a situation where I'm like, I'm tired. I don't give a fuck about being tired. I'm going to fuck you and then I'm going to go to sleep. Like, I I just don't rock that way. Like, I'm very, I have a high, very high sex drive. But I, but if we were in a throuple, I would not mind if my girlfriend and my boyfriend were having sex while I was asleep or while I was at work. It's all about, yeah, it's all about communication. And I'm wondering if people can really actually handle healthy communication these days. I mean, this throuple that I was watching on TikTok, they fell apart. And wow. now why? Mm-hmm. There's actually a few of them that I've been watching and they all fell apart. And it's, it's sort of like, why does that happen? Is it lack of communication? Did anyone get jealous? They're not very descriptive with it. 
Right. Yeah. But- yeah. I mean, it could be lack of communication or like people become jealous, you know, but it, for me to be in a throuple, everyone would have to like be equally interested in one another. The chemistry would have to be there. They would have to be able to, you know, be with my mate, be with me, all of us be together, all be attracted to one another. You know, it's a lot that ties into it. It's not just about, um, and then also like knowing that you're on the same page, like, you know, you're not just doing this for something just to be doing it for shits and giggles, you know, Mm -hmm. especially once you become serious with someone. It's like having a committed relationship between two people, but only it's three that's that's exactly what it is it's it's committed it's it's a committed relationship but it, it involves three not two yes three people and you know um really like you know loving one you know it can grow into love or it could just be fun you know mm-hmm. um but you have to have that chemistry and it can't just be about one person it has to be about all mm-hmm. three people like you know, like me, I don't, I'm not going to get a throuple just for my man to be appeased by two women. You know, some people are in throuples and the women know, like they all live together, but the man is only with them. They're not with each other. Like that wouldn't Mm -hmm. be, that wouldn't be enticing for me. That's more like polyamory of Atlanta. Let me just say that. That's more like, (laughs) like Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I lived there for five years, girl it's a trip out there like number one it's the number one AIDS capital still like what the fuck like I I'm a 1980s baby I'm gonna be 42 I don't give a fuck I don't look at neither do you 41 and but it's just like (laughs) what the fuck happened I remember AIDS back I mean, I could barely remember because it was a little girl. Right. It's still prevalent. And yeah, I don't know. If it, yeah, because people don't care about safety, education. No, they don't. It's like, it's getting that nut. It's getting that. And it's yeah. not only about getting a nut because honestly, ladies, a lot of you are not coming. And I've talked to you about this before and we'll talk about it a lot more. A lot of you are not having orgasms. You're doing right. it to please your man. You're doing it to, you know, look at something on video or to have somebody record you or whatever. And you're worth more than that, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So as exactly. far as it comes with the throuple, you know, it's, there's communication that has to take place, but I don't think it's something that is unworkable as far as I think polyamory, in my opinion, <laughs> is not workable at all. Exactly. Yeah, so I guess we agree that the difference between a throuple and polyamory as we see it is that polyamory is more so two people being together and then they have relationships outside of what they're doing, whereas a throuple is they're having a relationship inside. Is that right? Yes. Okay. All right, good. So the next thing I want to talk about, (laughs) why the fuck am I laughing, number one? (laughs) is threesomes so threesomes yeah so Toya have you ever had a threesome I think yes I have had a nice amount of threesomes (laughs) you can say several if you want you don't have to say a nice amount (laughs) I I mean in my 20s yeah I definitely did it was a lot of fun I was just about to ask you, what did you get out of it? And you say it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, um, the connection. And it really is about having the right partners. Because just, you know, because you and your mate have great sex doesn't mean that if you bring another woman into the bedroom, the sex is going to be equally as great for her, you know, because he knows how to fuck you. He doesn't necessarily know what she likes. And a lot of men make the mistake of, you know, being robots or fucking the woman the same way they fuck the other woman. And like every woman, woman's body is different. Like what works for me may not work for the other. And the same um, thing goes for eating pussy. Like exactly. there's some women out there that believe that a woman knows another woman's body, but that's not necessarily true. Like every woman does not like their pussy ate, licked, sucked, whatever, right. in the same manner. They just exactly yeah and that yeah and true you have to teach someone what works for you um 
also like I've had a threesome where like the guy was so nervous his penis couldn't even get hard but he had no problem maintaining an erection with me ever but when the threesome came down it was just like too it was maybe he was too nervous you know what I'm saying like being with two women I'm not really sure but I've seen that happen Mm -hmm. um or there won't be chemistry or your partner might be low-key jealous like oh I never heard you make a noise like that with me like after you have the the threesome they want to critique the shit I don't have time for that shit I'm so glad you mentioned that about the jealousy because honestly for me the only way to be in a threesome is to be the guest period I am not going to be the one in the relationship to have to deal with the with the baggage after the other one leaves i'm gonna be the motherfucking guest star i'm gonna be the one that comes in and do what we do and i leave and i go on my life i don't give a fuck about what y'all do but to say that with my history with threesomes i had two Mm -hmm. they were fucking horrible i was just like yeah ones that i was was a waste of my time girl i'm talking drunk I'm good. I'm not drunk to a point of being, you know, to create, you know, sloppy, but like I'm, I'm faded and I'm feeling good and mm-hmm. I'm horny, you know, I'm more attracted to a woman than the man, but okay, he's here. Fine. But yeah. it was just the two that I had were just horrible. horrible. Yeah, you have to have chemistry before you can, for me, I have to have chemistry before I can even take it there. Like the three of us, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, because like, I hate to get in the bedroom and it just be like, and even if you have chemistry sometimes like that verbal chemistry and getting to know you, the sex could still be horrible, you know? Oh, so, <laughs> you just like never know. And I also like, you know, I've had, I've had the threesome with like, uh, a man and a woman I've had a threesome with two women and that was I didn't care for that it was too much for me like I just didn't wait, care wait, for wait, wait. when you say too much please me, like elaborate just like a lot just like too much pussy yeah it was just like, <laughs> too much. like my jaws were hurting you know what I'm saying that's like, because oh, you're bisexual <laughs> and I don't eat coochie on a, on a regular so <laughs> My jaws were sore for four days. You know? See, for me, I could do that because I like women more. So right. I could have a three, four, five. I just, you know, right. whatever. And I mean, I'm not necessarily eating everybody's pussy, but, right. you know, doing what we do with our fingers and toys. And, yeah. You know, like it's a plethora of things you can do with women, but I, I, I get what she's saying. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's different. So my preference is like, and I have had one with two men before. So Ooh, do tell, 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 tell. Yeah. <laughs> it was super exciting. Um, I enjoy every moment of it. Like just being the center of attention. Of course it wasn't like, you know, DP or anything like that. It was like one on one. DP. What's DP? Double penetration. Okay, so in the ass and in the pussy. Yeah, so it wasn't like that. It was more so just like the oral and the vaginal, you know, like one on one end and one on the other. It was very enjoyable, you know. Um, you, you have to be with someone who's open to that, who's not going to be like, oh, you know, his dick better not touch mine. Or, yeah. You know, <laughs> no, it's just like he's a person. Like, it's not nasty. Just like you're good you know what I'm saying like it's fine you know like you have to be with someone who's open and not have all these like stereotypical um you know oh it's gonna be this way oh you know his dick might not touch my better not touch mine oh you know I don't want him touching you there like are you gonna suck his dick like I don't need all those rules like we're going in here to fuck I'm gonna do the same thing I'm doing to him that I'm doing to you yeah (laughs) yes I agree with that yeah but I enjoyed it I mean I I lived in my 20s I explored so many things I was so sexually free you know um of course you know I haven't done those things in such a long time because I've just been like a mom and working and just living life you know and not also having a partner or being in a committed relationship for a long time Mm -hmm. with anyone to feel comfortable enough to play like that you know yeah um 
Now, let me ask you this, since you um, predominantly date men, um, have you ever had a male partner that was not comfortable with the fact that you're bisexual? Yes, and those relationships did not last long. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because, you know, I've had men tell me like, oh, I would never marry a bisexual woman. Um, I've had men tell me like, you know, they didn't want to date me because that when like this one guy, you know, we were really doing well dating for a couple months and, you know, event, you know, just getting to know each other. And he asked me the threesome question, like, have you ever had a threesome? And I was like, yeah, when I was married, you know, years ago because I don't get in detail with everybody I meet to be like, this is what I did. Cause it ain't their fucking business. Number one. Yeah. And you know, people are judgmental, but I did answer him like with a general, yes, I have had a threesome before when I was married. I mean, he completely was like, I can't date you. It's been great the last couple months, but just because of the fact that you had a threesome in your past, like I could never see myself with you just because of that. That's disgusting to me. And I was like, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like he, of course, you know, like he totally cut me off because of the fact that I did, because of something I did in my past, because I was honest with him, you know, but but a lot of people can't handle honesty. Yeah, a lot of people are very judgmental of people's past. And I'm like, everyone has a past, everyone. you know, and you should be privileged that I'm even sharing anything with you. But you're I've definitely going to hold it against me. I've had my past held against me in relationships because I happen to be someone who, you know, I, I, I there's a quote in one of my books. And I also I say it all the time is that a, a woman is very untouchable when she doesn't carry shame about who she right. is. Yeah, and that's me in a nutshell. So if I, f- it, it is what it is. You happen to get close to me. You happen to know me. If I right. feel like I want to tell you something, I'm gonna tell you something. But <clears throat> there have been instances where it got thrown back in my face, and I'm just like, oh, are you really doing that? And right. you know, because it was just like they had no other ammunition. Yeah, so they'll that. literally bring up something that has no de- nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. They'll literally bring it up like, oh, just to have something to say because you have no nothing else to say. No. So like, let's bring up my pa- Let me. So you're gonna throw something in my face that I share with you? Oh, we're that immature? <laughs> no, not we. They. Sure, <laughs> you know they for sure so I think you know what's funny is we're almost completely in sync when it comes to poly like we talked about and thoughtful um but not so much threesomes which is fine just because of my experience with them was just yeah and I mean I don't know if I'll ever have a threesome ever again if I if no no no, let me say this if I do it'll be with two other women it, yeah. it won't, there won't be a man involved I've been in bars with other women that I was with, whether I was fucking them or we were just cool and you know you could see the chemistry and a guy would come up to us and just be like hey blah 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 try to holler at me or try to holler at her and I'm like nah I'm with, I'm with her you know I'm with shorty and they just <gasps> the whole look on their fucking face I'm just get the fuck out of here like I just don't <laughs> right it does nothing for me like what can we bring to the table this is just my perspective like a dick like I can wear a dick if I want to yeah so (laughs) I could do the same thing to her that you can do and she might like it even more because I'm in tune with her you know Mm -hmm. but yeah so I want to know do you have like any last words anything that you want to contribute about poly about throuples threesomes or just anything in general when it comes to having you know just being open-minded about sex and not not so much sex but I guess the relationship realm as well um I mean I think that everyone should do what makes them happy ultimately I'm a big believer in you know, people finding their peace where, wherever that is, you know, and, and, and really dwelling in that happiness. Um, the world is so against us. There's so much hate and negativity out there. So, you know, if you can be true to yourself and your sexuality and you can find people that are like-minded, you know, and allow you to flourish, like 
what I love about my relationship with my fiance is that like, I can tell him anything Mm. that I want to do sexually, whether it's, you know, have a threesome or like, I have a desire to be with a man again in the future, like, you know, anything like, and that's how, you know, like you have a good partner and you have the chemistry because, you know, like some men will look at you crazy. Like, what did you just say? You know what I'm saying? That's true. Um, yeah like you have to be with someone that you can be like I'm 40 gonna be 41 years old if I can't have sexual freedom you know what I'm saying then it's just like I'm not living in a bubble to appease a man or a woman you know that's right and I think like when I was younger like you know I started with just being with women with my ex and I didn't ask him to be with like another man with me because he was like no and then I had to add myself. That was myself. something that you desired. Right. And right. I had to you know ask. what? I understand exactly what you mean because in yeah. our 20s, we're not necessarily really honest. And, and honestly, I didn't really know my body in my 20s. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I wanted. Like I masturbated. I've masturbated yeah. as a teen and stuff, but it's just kind of like your, your desires. It's hard to communicate. Yeah, you have an unrealistic view on sex because a lot of us base sex off of something we've seen like pornography or, um, you know, books we've read, or, you know, you watch this on TV and you think that's what it is. Like, you know, a woman would think, Oh, I'm getting pounded. I need to scream. Like he's just pounding you. That shit doesn't feel good. doing. You know what I'm saying? um no like, rabbit you, fucking you hear me fellas right exactly you know no what i'm saying fucking. like and you have to, with the strap no rabbit fucking yeah and like <laughs> i am all into like i like to be fully relaxed before i fuck like relax me turn oh you know turn my body on to the point of where i'm just like desiring you like yearning for you just wanting you don't yeah. just think you're gonna come in and like you know hit hit the switch and i'm just gonna have like a oozing you know like I'm just so wet and I just want you to just be like give it to me now no you know what I'm you saying know that, I think that a lot of that comes from communication and a lot of that comes from people not knowing a woman's body yeah like, we're not knowing what to even like, ask for because to we be are- completely honest I'm very comfortable with my sexuality very much so to the point where I my body will express it nipples hard pussy right extremely wet and stuff right. like that but I'm also going to talk to you and I'm going to tell you and, and you know and and not like hey no but like more like a sexual tone like no not yet or eat my pussy or whatever so right. it's about what we know what we want in ourselves and there's a lot of women who have not ex- explored their bodies enough a lot mm-hmm. and a lot of men too i mean right. just jacking your dick is not exploring your body like yeah, some I mean, men like, like their toes suck some men yeah. like their nipples suck some men, some men like, like their, their ass, ass. Huh? And, some, and some men like toys in their ass they like vibrators exactly to exactly. hit their g-spot you know and i have and been there's with no this, shame in there's it. no and that's the thing like men won't even like discuss their desires because they'll be labeled as homosexual or that's a gay yeah. act and yeah. you know and it's really not a gay act it's an act that you know if it's something that's pleasurable to you and you're with the opposite sex it doesn't make it a gay act you know what I'm saying but men will not like speak on what they want sexually because they'll be in fear of rejection or someone calling them something like you're a queer you're gay, you know, whatever it is, something in a negative connotation, real, you know, in relation to their sexuality. Yeah, so true. Yeah, so I mean, and I have been with men that like, you know, the vibrators in their butts and the butt plugs. Ah, and, I was with one. <laughs> yeah, and I, I and I don't have an issue say with this, that. girl. <laughs> I gotta say this because it freaked me the fuck out. And I think I told you about this one-on-one. And I think I talked about this in the other podcast episode, but there was this dude that when I was in Afghanistan, we were both over there. I was living over there and we took, uh, I was, I was traveling. I was going to Paris. I was going to New York. Yeah, I was going you were Paris. going everywhere. Yeah. And um, I chose to see him for three days out of those and we were going to meet in Dubai. So mm-hmm. he wanted me to pee on him. Which honestly, I oh, yeah, I remember this guy, right? So I peed on him in the bathtub. 
Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, I got out and then jumped into the showers, like a nice rainfall shower. And then he joined me in it after he like was rolling around in my piss in the tub and shit. So <laughs> later on, we were having sex that night. I had my toy and I wanted to bring it out because he just was not doing it to me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing that the the presidential suite, the Tiffany jewelry, none of that was just doing it for me. I was just like, I yeah. need to come. So I took my vibrator out and I started using it on myself. And then he turned over (laughs) and wanted me to put it in his ass. And I'm not even going to lie. I didn't care because I'm very open. I didn't care about that, but I cared more so about how the fuck am I going to clean my vibrator? Right, exactly. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah. But no, I mean, I'm all about, like, I don't care about the guys, like, wanting to have their own toys. That's fine. You just have to have your own toys. Like, you can't use my toys. You know what I'm saying? Like, because this is something that I travel with. And every every empowered woman travels with her fucking vibrator, especially if she's single and she's traveling alone. Because, you know, you travel, there's something about being, about traveling that makes me really horny. I can't even lie. So, being carefree when you travel you're always you know in a five-star hotel you're yes. always living it up having that great experience you're not cooking or cleaning or nothing so it's like all you can think about is like what can I do I can fuck <laughs> yeah and after you go and you get and you dance all night and you're having your drinks and stuff like that it's kind of like now don't get me wrong I've had experiences <clears throat> but sometimes you just want to go and do what you do to yourself and not have to say goodnight I'm not not all sweaty you know thank you (laughs) exactly or wipe anyone else's fluids off of you Uh, or uh, anything Uh, even think about it right or like oh so I have to take plan b I remember that plan b wasn't wasn't um invented in the in my 20s when I was actually Mm -hmm. actively but for sure I mean, with women, we have our ways that we can, um, you know, catch things from each other, but not pregnancy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I'm so happy that we had this conversation. I think that- Me too. We need to do this again. Yes. Like really, really soon. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, whenever, let me know and I will be available. And I really enjoyed this and- I just want to bring awareness to people, open their eyes up. I think so many of us, you know, spend our life appeasing others, like seeking validation from other people. And I think when you're free and you don't seek validation, that's when you live your best life, you know, um, because I I had to tell a friend, like, you know, she was telling me like, oh, you know, like she's bi curious. She's like, but I can never, like, even though I desire to be a woman, I can never, my family. And I'm like, you're living for people that, that. <laughs> live, living for other people who's already made their decisions in life. Nobody told them what to do. So why should you live for others? Like, because your mom and your dad and people in your family, like, you know, you have to live for yourself. You have to be whoever you're, you're with. Like, I feel like relationships, like doesn't mean that you own me or I'm not an individual anymore Mm. I still might have desires you know what I'm saying and as long as there's rules and boundaries and things in place and you know you can have open communication I think anything is possible yeah yeah so hopefully one day we'll find us a girlfriend that we can have fun with sometimes but you know you will I know you will I know you will for sure just like, I mean, it's not my complete number one desire to find a man and a woman. It's more so to find a woman who is mentally stable. Right. Because <laughs> I have had a lot of toxic relationships. And I, I, I've i talked about that on here because of my own um, survival and stuff like that. You know, it, it you just kind of attract those types. But we we are going to have everything we desire because abundance is our birthright and I truly believe that honestly I mean I know that I curse on my podcast and stuff like this and I've said this before but it doesn't mean that I don't have a relationship with God and I don't know that abundance is my birthright truly and I believe that it's yours as well so we will have everything that we wish for 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to keep a gracious heart and you have to, you know, be full of gratitude, you know, and you will be blessed in abundance, you know, and you have to always be, you know, thinking in a positive light. You know, yeah. and you got to be vibrating high, yes. vibrating high, and not vibrating having. Oh, that reminds me. As soon as I said vibrating low, there was this one girl that I was with that I would have had. I would not have cared who she slept with, but because she's so fucking damaged, it just didn't work. And she knows yeah. who she is. I just I'm just gonna keep that there, but. Right. Thank you so much, beautiful, for coming. Always. She said what, and we will definitely talk again soon. For sure. Yes, definitely. I enjoy being on She Said What, and um, I can't wait to be a guest again. All right. All right, doll. Have a good day. You too. Thank right. you for having me. Bye-bye.